to another episode of the Legends Never Die podcast. This is your host, Hunter Fruget, alongside Coast Matt, Frank, and Wesley on the video and audio as always. Yes, video, we've got a lot of good feedback, and we just uploaded our first little clip video. It was a celebrity prank video. It's pretty funny. Our friend Wallace's cousin was picked up from the Greyhound station. They treated her with celebrity treatment, held up signs, all this funny stuff threw money everywhere a bunch of homeless and stuff were coming and picking up the money and taking it it was pretty funny video but we learned a lot this week in sports and this is the sports episode so we'll start there matt what's something you learned this week what i learned is the 49ers are legit four and oh now them and uh the patriots last two undefeated teams they got the uh the play style that travels run game and d-line it's the key to winning last time they won a championship it was based off run d and d-line yep yep Something I learned was Teddy Bridgewater, definitely worth the $7.5 million. Now 3-0 and versus three very good teams as a starting quarterback for the Saints. A lot of people didn't believe he was worth the money earlier this year. They thought it was a waste, should have let him go to another team, whatever. But, hey, $7.5 million just saved Saints a playoff spot, in my opinion. Probably has him the number one seed, to be honest. Maybe the best in the power rankings, too. Another something I learned this week is McCaffrey MVP. We talked about it a little before the show. The man's a freak. He's easily going to go 1,000 and 1,000, I think. 20-plus touchdowns, definitely. possibly. So that would definitely equal an MVP, in my opinion. Dude, he's up there on my MVP. I think I got him at two right now behind probably Russell Wilson. I like uh, what Wilson's doing. He's carrying Seattle right now. And the last thing we learned, Chiefs can be stopped. Last week, I bumped them up into number one of my power rankings. They proved why I shouldn't have. Had to pump the brakes a little on them. Only scored 11 points. First time, snaps a 25-game streak where the Chiefs have scored 25 or more points. So every game Patrick Mahomes has ever played, they scored 25-plus. Got held to only 10 versus the no, Chiefs 13. this week. 13? Oh, they kicked a field goal at the end. I forgot. Useless. Whatever. Basically held to 10, one touchdown, and even the touchdown throw was luck. So they may have showed that man coverage can beat Chiefs until Tiger E. Kill comes back. And Watkins didn't play either. And they're missing pieces on the O-line like crazy. They could not block. But they can be beat, and that's why they fell in my power rankings this week. Now we'll jump into the power rankings. I'll start it off. I'll bump Patriots back up to number one, but my Hoodats are taking number two. Like I said before, I'll say it again. Best team in the NFC, with or without Breeze. Give me the Saints at two. Who's your one and two? I got the same one and two, Pats and Saints. That's easily the best two teams. Three, I got the Chiefs, like we just mentioned, the loss this week. But they're still my third-ranked team. Fourth, I'm going with the Packers. I really think they're solid this year. We've seen a big win over Dallas this week. And fifth, you can't leave out the undefeated Niners. So that rounds out my three, four, and five. See, I got 49ers at three, Chiefs four, Packers five. So you think 49ers could beat the Chiefs? Oh, yeah, definitely. As of right now, if they play today, they're smashing them for sure. Chiefs can't stop the run, and they can't stop the pass rush. So you think Patriots would beat all, though, right now? Definitely. Even the Saints? Yeah. Oh, come on Dude, their defense is legit. 
Well, that's our five power rankings. We do that each week. Viewers, let us know what you think. If you think your team deserves to be in, I'll give one runner up. Seattle, I know we have a few Seattle fans we hear from. One guy in particular, Russell Wilson, having an MVP-type season right now, so it's hard to leave the Sea Chickens out. They lost to the Saints. We all know that's our only loss. Saints are our number two team. So I'd say they're a good honorable mention. I'd agree four and one. What do you think? That's yours? Six? Mm, nah, that will probably be five. Or, yeah, that'll be six, I mean. Six? Seahawks or Rams? Ram- Seahawks beat the Rams no, this hell week. No, hell no. Rams, Rams are going down. Rams are out. Rams going down They're fast. They're down for sure. I Third think. place in their division. Very surprised. They got All right, guys, now we're kicking into the NFL top performers for the week. We just mentioned Christian McCaffrey is our leading MVP candidate, so we'll start with him. Another outrageous performance. Had him in both my fantasy leagues. Scored 185 points in one league and still lost. This dude blew Damn. up against me, bro. Blew, That's just bad luck. Yeah, blew up. So I lost first place in that league. Shout out to Marvin. <coughs> Did his thing. Beat me. Had to give him a shout out on the show this week since he beat me. But anyways, Christian McCaffrey. Stat line, insane. Carolina, another win. 176 yards rushing and two scores. Six catches, 61 in a score. So 230-plus yards and three touchdowns. Another 50-point fantasy performance for McCaffrey. The kid's unreal. Best running back in the league, hands down. Definitely, I would agree with that. Our next top performer staying in the same division. Got to give it to Mike Thomas. You simply can't guard Mike. He showed it again this week in the Dome. Who was boss? Had freaking 11 catches, 182 and two scores. He was getting open. Bridgewater made his plays, and Saints beat the Bucks. So, got to give it to Mike T. Who's some of your players of the week? For me, I got Fuller and Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, 107 yards rushing, four touchdowns. Killed it. Also, uh, killed it in the passing game, too. Fuller, what do you have, 14 catches? That's 200 plus insane. yards, three scores. Hold on. 14 catches is insane. Then yeah, yeah. to stack on it, 200 yards, 226 at that and a score, insane. Insane game for Fuller. Three scores. My last was Watson, quarterback to Fuller. He did his thing, 426 yards and five touchdowns. Showed up, put up 50-burger on the Falcons. I think we gave that play as our over last week. Somebody had mentioned it, over-under on that game. Over was a lock. Texans scored the over by themselves, by themselves. Dude, sums up with the Falcons. I think the Dan Quinn got a bounce. I think they're going to bounce him. Uh, Arthur Blank didn't want to state that his job was in jeopardy, but his job's in jeopardy. We For saw sure. it happen to Gruden this week. He said after the game's over, they said, you think you're going to get fired on Monday? He said, I'm going to show up to work at 5 a.m. Monday, and if the key works, then I'm going to do my job. I was like, damn, bro, he got fired. They called him in early and fired his ass. Yep. That was just a terrible situation, dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're the most injury-prone team I've ever seen in my life. He's only a head football coach because his last name's Gruden. No, he's a good coordinator probably. I think he'll go OC somewhere. Yeah, I forgot who was saying McVay. He taught McVay up. McVay was like, yeah, he probably has a spot on our team whenever he wants. Whatever, that's his buddy. He was like, I'm just here for him right now. Don't want to talk about none of that. But whatever, that's it for the review of the top performers of the week. Now we'll blast through the game, starting with Thursday's game. Seahawks with a very good home win, 30-29 to against the Rams. Russell Wilson, an outstanding performance 
on my fantasy team once again. 250 yards, four scores. Chris Carson went over 100 yards on the ground. Tyler Lockett with the amazing toe-tap touchdown. We'll throw a video up on the screen right here of the toe-tap touchdown by Lockett so all the viewers can see that. And all around, just good win for Seattle. A very close, high-scoring game as expected, and they did their thing. Came down to the last second. Zerline missed the game-winning field goal. Never really see Greg DeLeg miss kicks. He did his thing and gets Seattle a win. Not the division lead because 49ers are undefeated, but definitely a big win with playoff implications. Now we'll go into Sunday. Arizona at Cincinnati. Arizona gets their first win under Kyler Murray. 26-23 at the Bengals. Cool, they beat the Bengals. Now Bengals start 0-5. Sorry, Devin. I know it hurts, man. I really don't because all my teams are good, but damn, dude, they suck. I know That's another team with O-line trouble. Next up, we had Bills-Tennessee. Boring game. We figured that. Bills, easy win. 14-7. Defense played great as always and did enough to win the game. Titans missed four field goals. That's How is that even right possible? That's your game right there. And it was Santos, the old Chiefs kicker. Yeah, I know. Fired. Crazy. Him. Said you're fired. After the game, you're fired. Trump. You're fired. All right, guys. Next game up, we had Bill. No, we had Oakland and Chicago and London. Very, very disappointed in your Bears, Matt. Dude, let me tell you. Oakland's, Oakland's got me two weeks in a row. Had them in my uh, survivor pick. Colts and then Bears this week. Can't believe they got me twice. I was I was shocked by that game. Really, maybe the Raiders are uh, trending up. Raiders could be trending up for sure. Josh Jacobs with a good performance had over 120 rushing yards against the Bears. Division. Not a bad game at all. Next up, we had Bucks at Saints. That's all we need to say. At Saints, you know when you go to the dome, we gonna get it on. Give me the hoodats any week. Any given season against anybody in the Dome, going to smash. 31-24, easy dub. We talked about the big game from Michael Thomas. But Teddy Bridgewater, 3-0. and He is the best quarterback in the Super Bowl era against the spread. 23-5 and against the spread in his career as a starting quarterback. Boy, I'm putting that house on the Saints this week. Yeah. Did you know that? No, I did not. Covers That's the spread crazy. every week. That's a sports better's dream. So, everybody, Jaguars, psh, what a joke. Saints demolish them this week. Definitely. What I want to talk about is Mike Evans throwing up the goose egg in fantasy. Zero oh, you catches. You don't have to tell me. I have him in both leagues. Yeah, I have He got too. put on Fuck that Marshawn Lattimore island. Lattimore put him on that island. He had nowhere to go. He's surrounded by water. He's surrounded by Lattimore. He couldn't do nothing. That fierce Saints, Pat D. Pasty. Marshawn Lattimore, best cornerback in the league. Stop. Come on. Come on with it. Who's better? I can't name one. Exactly. I can't name one either. If you can't name somebody Probably better Gil- than you, then damn, bro, you're the Pro- best. I mean, Ramsey's the best, but <laughs> Gilmore's pretty good, too, from uh, New England. Yeah, so next game, Saints did their thing like always. Hyped up, of course. Next up, we had Minnesota going to New York. The Daniel Jones uh, hype train took a little derailment. 2-0 and as a starter. Finally fell this week. Cousins got back rolling. We saw Thielen get the ball. Dude, Cousins killed it. Cousins killed it, yeah. 
killed the Giants. Come on now. The Giants had a lot of chances to actually put up a good fight in that game without Saquon. Okay, Shepard had a concussion again. He's going to be out. Who knows? He might be done, done. That's like he stays with a concussion. That's terrible. Then Galvin goes out with a concussion. They had no running back. True. One-man pony, one-trick pony. Minnesota exposed them, looked good. Great bounce-back game, especially a good road win. Like we said, Cousins got going. Dalvin Cook, the NFL's leading rusher, put up another 130 yeah, this week. Him. He's a dog, man. Tough to beat him, tough to beat him. Next up, New York Jets at Philly. We knew this was going to be a smoke show blowout. Philly wins the game with ease, 31-6. to Not much here besides Philly played good. Jets on their fifth string quarterback, so who gives a shit? Philly with the easy win. Yeah, definitely. Until Darnold comes back, the Jets are going to be Beyond irrelevant every week. Beyond irrelevant. Next up, Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Great AFC North matchup. Baltimore trying to regain first place. They did it. Good 26-23 overtime win coming off Tucker's field goal in OT. I figure Baltimore won the game easier than that. Not really impressed, but still a win at Pittsburgh. So looks it was good. a good win, but they started the game seventeen up seventeen nothing. So yeah, they got to close it out for, for sure. sure. Next up, New England Patriots at Washington. That's the end of the joke, people. Patriots thirty three seven allowed a uh, interception for what was it? It was a special teams touchdown to start the game. Kick return, inter- pick no, six. No, it was just a regular run. Oh, it was? Yeah. Well, whatever it was, they allowed seven points right off the bat first quarter, and then Patriots just steamrolled, didn't give up another point, dropped a 33-burger on them, and they remain 5-0. and There's bets being put on Patriots going 16-0 and this season, and it's only like a plus 400. That's it? Yeah. What the hell? When you look at the schedule, dude, it's very possible. I know Dustin loves to hear that, and I hate to say it, but it is true. It's inevitable. Patriots could go 16-0, 19-0, whatever. Next up, good high-scoring game, as expected. Game was very close, but I figured Jaguars were going to pull closer than within seven. 34-27 victory for Carolina at home. Kyle Allen played well again. McCaffrey the best in the league, as mentioned, as advertised. And Carolina steals a win from Jaguars. So what makes me think that New Orleans is going to get beat by Jaguars if Carolina just beat them? Come on, bro. Saints – smashing the Jags. Be for real. All right, here's a question for you. Nick Foles is out with the collarbone. Whenever he comes back, does Minshew remain the starter? Minshew remains. Foles has always been best as a backup quarterback. Damn. Damn. It's true, though. Hate to say that. That just hurts that boy's pride. If he sees this, I feel bad for him. Next up, Houston at home, 52 points. We all know. Atlanta, 33. Lucky to score that. Their defense – Awful, secondary, terrible, whatever other synonym you could think of for trash. Like Matt mentioned, the coach may get fired. Who knows? But they suck. That's what I do know. Atlanta, terrible. Atlanta, terrible, period. On to the next game. Houston demolishes them is what it is. Denver at Chargers. Very surprised here. Homecoming for Melvin Gordon. Looked like absolute shit on the bottom of his shoe. At at 39 yards, he looked awful, dude. They they couldn't move the ball. I think they tried tried too hard to get him involved even when it stopped working. They should have just reverted to what they were doing good the the weeks prior. 
They wasn't doing anything good. Boring game. Denver somehow gets a 2013 win. Chargers are not a playoff team this year, and they suck. Also, they're in the same boat as Atlanta. Psh, take a hike. You're fired. Same with the coach. Fired. Next up, Indy at Chiefs. We didn't expect this game to go as it did. We mentioned that earlier. Chiefs put up a 13-point terrible outing. Mahomes didn't play well. The defense played decent for the first time all season. No. But Chiefs dropped. Chiefs dropped the first game. Well, let's be honest. Mahomes was running for his life. They cannot stop the run. So, really, it was a recipe for disaster for the Chiefs because considering the Colts' best thing to do on offense is run the ball with that beast O-line, after watching the game Sunday night, I'm convinced they have the best O-line in the league. Oh, yeah, for sure. Convinced. Cowboys look like trash. Compared to them. All right, last game of the week last night, San Francisco with the absolute annihilation of Cleveland. Made Baker Mayfield look like a rookie. Made him look like a little toddler out there. They had five turnovers last night. Oh, yeah. Nick Bosa, he probably had five sacks. We got to talk on him a minute. What a beast. What a beast. Simple as that. the second pick. Yeah, all worth the second pick for sure. Definitely got it. He's a potential Hall of Fame defensive lineman. Potential rookie of the year. Probably going to be rookie of the year. Shit, rookie of the years usually go on to be pretty damn good. If you're that good as a rookie, you're you're pretty good. Got his revenge on Mayfield. Yep. Went and stuck the uh, act like he stuck the flag in the ground after a sack, like Mayfield did to Ohio State. That was funny, but that's it for the recap, guys. Now we'll go into the preview. We'll fly through our picks. We'll start with Thursday night's game. It's going to be a close shootout. We got the Giants going to New England. I think Giants might win this game. Not really. Give me the Patriots, 17 points. That's up in the air, but definitely a possibility. Give me the Patriots winning easily. Yeah, Patriots smash. Next up, good NFC South rivalry matchup, Carolina at Bucks. Give me Carolina. I'm kind of torn on this one, but I'm going to go with Carolina for now. Next up, Seattle at Cleveland. Cleveland doesn't bounce back. They keep trending down. Seahawks keep trending up. Give me the Seahawks. Mm, Seahawks, too. Next, Houston at Chiefs. This is going to be a high-scoring game. Could Chiefs lose two games in a row? Not likely, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say, yeah, give me the Texans. Really? Really. Texans over the Chiefs this week. I like it. Not gonna, I like it. Bold, bold. Next game, absolute best game of the week. I've been waiting for this game all season from the moment the schedule was released. Redskins versus Miami. This game is going to be so good. Better than the Super Bowl, probably. Miami versus Redskins. It's going to be like watching the Bad News Bears. Oh, going to be great. Probably be 37 turnovers. <laughs> 40 interceptions. Who's going to start at quarterback, Colt McCoy? I don't know. I think the score's going to be 3-0. Give me Miami 3-0. to <laughs> <laughs> Or give me – no, you know what? You know what? Change my pick. This game's going to end in a tie. Zero to zero. <laughs> zero to zero. Zero to zero. So, give me a tie. For real, give me a tie. Good. I think the Redskins win. All right, Redskins win. I got a tie on this side. Next game, Philly at Minnesota. Oof. It's a good matchup. 
Vikings. Give me Philly. Give me Philly. Stop. I'm going to go against you right there. I'm going Philly. I'm riding the hot hand with Philly here. I Minnesota think just beat up on cook them, Minnesota dude. beat up on the Giants. Come on matter. now, weak. Thielen, big game, definitely against that Philly secondary. But give me, give me the, give me the Eagles. Give you Minnesota. All right, next up, New Orleans at Jaguars. Do I even have to say it? Give me New Orleans every week. They're the best in the league. Simply the best. Some would say the best ever. Give me the Saints. Yeah, <laughs> I like the Saints too. Next up, Cincinnati at Baltimore. Baltimore by ninety. Look for Mark Ingram to have a big game here, I think. And and Jackson. They're just gonna that's gonna be ridiculous. Next game, we really do have a good one, sports fans. Francisco at the Rams. Gonna be a very good game. I'm gonna take San Fran to keep it going five and zero. The defense gets it done versus golf. Give me the Rams. I mean, give me the 49ers. I agree with the pick. I like the 49ers. Like I said earlier in the show, Rams trending down for me. Could you imagine saying that last year? Give me the 49ers over the Rams. I know. Crazy what just getting some people back would do. Last year, 49ers were 3-13 and or 2-14. and Now start the season undefeated. Rams were 13-3, and the exact opposite record. Weird. Living in an alternate universe? Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? Next up, Atlanta at Arizona. Man, I don't know. This is two teams that suck that can put up some points. Give me the home team. Give me, give me Arizona getting their second dub. I like the Cardinals, too. Deshaun Watson had a huge game last week. I'm looking to see what Kyler Murray's going to do now. I agree. Tennessee at Denver, weak-ass game. Give me Denver coming off a big win, though. Hell no. Denver beats Tennessee. Tennessee. Give me the Titans. All right, Matt, Tennessee, me, Denver. Next up, Pitt at Chargers. Another weak game. Man, I don't even know. Give me give me Pittsburgh, actually, surprisingly. Chargers suck, dude. Even with the third-string QB? Third-string QB, who is it? I don't even know. Okay, Rudolph got knocked out. Yeah, I forgot about that. He did get knocked the fuck out. <laughs> give, give me the Chargers. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking the Chargers, too. We'll put a clip up of Rudolph getting knocked the fuck out right here for everybody that wants to see. And next up, Detroit at Green Bay. Going to be a good game. High scoring for sure. Give me the over 52. I'm sure it'll be right at 52 or so. I'll take a look in a minute. But give me Green Bay. They keep it going five and one, rolling, rolling, rolling. Go, Pack, go. I'm taking Packers. And that's it this week for the NFL. That's the review. We'll give a pick or two at the end of the show maybe. And now we'll transition into college football real quick. We'll start with our college football playoff. I'll say my first four, LSU, number one seed. Number one, right off the bat. Just letting you all know, we're going to beat Alabama. We're going to beat Florida this week, beat Auburn, whatever. Beat Bama, they have to put us at the one seed. We're better than Clemson by far. LSU one, Clemson two. Three, give me Ohio State. Mm, Give me Ohio State. Four, give me one loss Bama over one loss Georgia. I don't know, man. I, I can't agree with the LSU at one just yet. Maybe if they if they ball on Florida this weekend, maybe I'll show thirteen and a half point spread. What do you think about that? I think that's insane. That's that's a little insane, bro. They're thinking LSU is the shit. Yeah, I know. Then why aren't they ranked higher? Yeah, fourteen point spread versus the best defense in the nation. Yeah, Hmm. but I'm best offense in the nation versus best defense in the nation. Yeah, true. Gonna be lit. We'll see what prevails. Usually, it's defense. Yeah, not gotta say, but usually it's the home team. Yeah, but I'm going to go Alabama at the one, 
I don't, I'm not too sold on Clemson, man. I'm not sold on them, but who's going to beat them? Nobody's going to beat them. I think LSU would beat them for sure. Well, I mean in the division. Uh, well, yeah, LSU would beat them. Hell yeah. I mean, they're not losing a game all season. They yeah, exactly. Trash, so they're so. in there. They're the two seed, yeah, if not one. I mean, I'm just talking about off pure power ranking, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Probably LSU at two. Okay, I'll give Clemson three, whatever. They'll be undefeated. And then Georgia probably is four. Just so because. three SEC teams, or you're just saying yeah. strictly power rankings? Oh, that's funny. But, all right, we'll get into a quick recap of last week. Not much going on aside from Florida's legit defense like we just mentioned. They're averaging a league low, like, nine points per game on defense allowed. No, nah, Wisconsin week got we, the best defense for it, sure. It's pretty even, though. Dude, no. Dude, it's like a one-point. Yeah, I know. It's like week. a one-point difference. Really? Yeah, it's like seven to, like, eight and a half. Like, Damn. seven and a half to eight and a half. All right. But anyways, Florida, great defense, huge win over Auburn this week. We were not expecting that. I wasn't at least. I really liked what Auburn had going, and I thought Auburn had aspirations of beating Alabama. They look so good I mean, on defense. they still might. They still might because the game is at Auburn. But still, man, I was upset with the performance by Auburn, but I was more impressed with the defensive performance by Florida. Florida, they're hot. They're number seven. They're coming into LSU. It's going to be a hell of a game. Dude, in that Florida game, there was like five fumbles in the first half. I don't know what's been going on with football like recently, but I swear they're they're dipping it in damn oil before they go out there. I swear. Yeah, some people with are them punching games it out being like un, unreal amounts of fumbles so far this season for me. Only other good game we really had was Michigan ten to three, boring defensive game, beat Iowa. Whatever, Michigan yeah, whatever. gets back relevance for 10 minutes before Ohio State makes them their bitch like they do every season. Our top performers for college this week in our Heisman watch, as we'd call it, Joe Burrow versus Utah State. Good performance. Easy. I was at the game. Had a lot of fun. Wesley also attended the weekend with me. We had a blast. Partied. Maybe we'll drop a clip or two from the weekend we had right here for the viewers to see how we get down, down in the south, down in L.A., but uh, Joe Burrow, good performance, 344, five scores, another rushing. He accounted for all six of LSU's touchdowns. Looked dominant. The receivers, Jefferson, looked great. Had a couple spectacular catches. Thaddeus Moss, the tight end with a touchdown. The run game, sick. LSU's going to be tough to beat, man. They put up 50 a game. They're averaging over 50 a game right now. I mean, it was Utah State. But still. Utah State had the number nine rated offense in the nation. LSU held them to six points, two field goals. One drive started inside the five-yard line, and they still held them to a field goal off of a tip pass interception. LSU's defense. And the other field goal was like a freaking 50-yarder the dude hit. Surprisingly. Hold them on the goal line like that's pretty impressive. Oh, yeah, dude. With the momentum getting shifted off an interception early in the game. Five yards. Holy shit. Dude, backed them up. The drive was like negative 15. LSU's defense went ham this week. We returned Chase on this week. We returned, uh, who else, Lawrence. We're turning like three or four guys this week versus Florida. Been holding them out, letting them recover all the way. So I can't wait for this LSU game this week. But Joe Burrow, top performer. Second top performer, a team you just mentioned, also in our Heisman watch, running back out of Wisconsin, Jonathan Taylor. What a freak of nature. The kid added five touchdowns to his resume this week. 186 yards, 29 on the ground. So over 205 touchdowns. Me and Dustin were talking about it. This kid has 20 touchdowns almost already. 
He has over damn. He has over fifteen touchdowns, and we tried to create a multiply in our heads. Like, how would you consider? How would you compare a running backs rushing touchdowns to a quarterback? Dustin said three to one. I said no, two to one. Because if a quarterback has a good game, four touchdowns. Running back, good game, two touchdowns. So I said I give a two to one ratio. Joe Burrow's leading the nation in touchdown passes, and I forgot how many it is. It's like twenty one or twenty two. Jonathan Taylor almost has that many rushing yard, rushing touchdowns. He's going to break the record easy, easy, the touchdown record. Travis Etienne last year had 20. He's already got 15. Yeah, he's breaking that. And he's not looking any worse. That team is on fire. They're going to give Ohio State a run for their money. That's going to be a damn good game. I think I'd agree with that. Dude, if Taylor scores – say, 25, 30 touchdowns, how do you not give him the highs? He's got to be. But I said running backs don't win it much. Dustin said, I beg, a, I beg to differ. Oh, he I said, Derrick Henry, uh, Trent Richardson, Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram, the lineage of Alabama running backs, others way back in history as we know, Bo Jackson, the GOAT. But, yeah, definitely Heisman if he keeps that performance up. Of course I want to see Joe Burrow win it, but I don't know. It's his last chance, but I don't think he gets it done. Jalen right, we'll Hurts, go into Jalen Hurts took a hit on his uh, Heisman this week. Kind of struggled against Kansas. That was their yeah. first half was ugly. I lost a little money on that, but that's part of it. We'll get into our preview for this week. We'll start with five LSU at home versus seven Florida college game day. Can't wait. Going to go down again this weekend. Hopefully, catch the game. Going to be a blast of an atmosphere, like we had mentioned, best offense versus best defense. Going to be a showdown in the swamp, and I've got to go with LSU, dude. Not easy, but they're going to control the tempo. The crowd is going to be insane. Give me LSU in a night game. They'll, they're, no way they lose. No way. It's a, They allowed it to be a night game? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, it's over. Okay. It's yeah, over. LSU wins easy, I think. That's why they changed it to a 13-and-a-half spread. Guess what it was? Three-and-a-half. Jump 10 points because the game is now at nighttime in Tiger Stadium. That would Stadium. have been nice to get it at the three and a half. Holy yeah, let shit. that sink in, though. LSU, y'all it, some it real ones. It makes a huge difference. Y'all are some real ones with the night games, my man. So, give me the Tigers easy. I'm sure you're riding the same. Definitely. We're in the same wagon. Next up, great game, Red River Rivalry. Mutual site, Cotton Bowl, Oklahoma, Texas gonna be a showdown six versus over, eleven over whatever over a million it wouldn't surprise me if this game went into quadruple overtime dude I think honestly think Oklahoma's gonna blast them I think Oklahoma wins it for sure I agree Texas is missing so many people in the secondary they let West Virginia put up thirty one like OU by eleven OU by eleven it's definitely a decent bet but even more decent Man. OU team total over anything. Over yeah. 50, 60, 69, whatever you're into, over it. <laughs> Going over. Going to be a great game. Always is. Quarterback matchup, Ellinger versus Hurts. Going to be fire. We already know. Fireworks here. Hate it for my Texas fans. I'm sorry. Y'all are going to be a two-loss team. No chance of the playoffs. But you might get a New Year's Six if you're lucky. Give me oh, you whipping that ass. Horns down. Sorry. Yeah, like I said, Sooners taking it easy, I think. Last great matchup we have of the week, and it's not even really great, but it's still going to be a good game, I believe, just because of the atmosphere. Kyle Field 
Texas A&M going to be hosting number one Alabama. 16.5 point spread on Alabama. Wouldn't be surprised if they end up smashing the spread. But I'm going to play it and say I think it's going to be a decent game. Kellen Mond, if he could get going on a weak Alabama defense, weak is in compared to recent years, not weak by any means. But I think it could be a decent game. Give me Texas A&M winning the game. Okay, I'm kidding. Alabama, easy. Going to be a good game, though. Yeah, I think Alabama rolls. This is a huge game for A&M. This really is the game for their season. If they win here, they can turn it around. If not, be their third loss out of the top 25. Granted, they had prob- they had the toughest schedule probably in the country this year. So I mean, how I do you how it. do you rank them when they lose to number one? They lost to number one Clemson already. So now they play number one again. Shit. Yeah, tough That's schedule. Tough. That's tough, dude. Still got to play LSU too, who might potentially be a be number one. Be the number one soon. If they beat Florida this week, they'll be number one. No, they won't, dude. I wish. If they beat no their, way. If they beat their ass. Yeah, but Bama beats our ass. So, Bama's just like our big brother, bro. I hate to say it. We might jump back into the four, but if they whoop them by, like, 20, we might jump into the three. I don't know. We should jump Georgia. We whooped their ass last year. Yeah, I We're don't We're better than Georgia. They'll, okay, they'll go to two. Two? Yeah. I sure hope you're right, Matt. And y'all can catch me at the game. More likely than not, about 90% chance I'll be there. I'll get some sick footage post again like i did this week go check out our recent posts on instagram i posted live the pregame to the stadium but this week will be completely different there'll be a hundred thousand plus seated in tiger stadium it's gonna be rocking you'll literally be able to feel the stadium shaking this weekend college game day gonna be there the game is gonna be insane i'm gonna try to get a big legends never die poster and hold it up at 9 a.m on college game day and try to get on national television or if any of the viewers have any good like LSU versus Florida rivalry like funny memes or something that I could potentially hold up on a sign and get on TV or any good jokes, whatever, Florida and LSU related. I'm trying to get on TV. So y'all hook me up. Let me know what y'all think. Anything good, I'll hold it up. I'll look like a fool. I don't care. I just want to be on college game day screaming, go Tigers. That's all I know this Saturday. So that's it with the college football preview. Now we'll quickly move into other sports, whatever. I guess you'd call them sports. MMA, UFC 243 this last weekend in Australia. Robert Whitaker, the native to the land there, versus Stylebender. We know Stylebender 16-0, real flashy fighter, freestyle fighter. Goes in there, gets an absolute amazing finish on Robert Whitaker knocks him down multiple times throughout the fight and we have a new middleweight champion Israel Adesanya who's Dude. next John Jones he beat Whitaker's ass he beat the brakes off that young man we'll throw a clip right here as well on the fight and we'll show y'all a little highlight right there a little knockout that was it on the card week card next card obviously is going to be badass we got the bad motherfucker belt getting fought for Nate Diaz versus Jorge Masvidal gonna be a scrap for the ages so look forward to that in the next coming weeks we'll get more into the fight as it gets closer to that period in time and lastly we'll quickly talk about MLB playoffs my Astros oh they got me on the edge of my seat series tied now two to two with the loss tonight and going back to Houston Thursday the only thing I'm looking forward to, though, is Garrett Cole on the mound. Coming off the historical 15-strikeout sh- shutout performance this past week. And let's see if he could do it again on four days rest.
No, he'll be five days because of the skip day, I believe. Hopefully. Yeah. Give me the give me the Strohs and that. I'm I'm riding with Cole. He's been absolutely killing it all season. I'm gonna stick with him. So give me At the Strohs. Next up, Dodgers also two two. They're in a little hostile environment here going back home to L.A. Going to have their ace, Walker Bueller, on the mound. He'll be facing Strasburg, who's been arguably the best pitcher second half of the season this year. So it's going to be a good one, potentially an under, potentially a Dodger spoiler. Washington. If Washington wins, they go to the World Series. I like I don't Washington know, to win the game. I don't know who's beating that one-two Strasburg Scherzer. Braves damn sure ain't. No, definitely Cardinals not. don't stand a chance. So, Nationals win, they're in. Dodgers win, they're also in, is what I believe. But give me the Dodgers in that game just at home. I could sense some magic happening, and it's Vegas, dude. Vegas will have something to do with it. Some balls will be juiced. They want Dodgers back again for whatever reason. They don't want to lose too much money in the Nationals win or something like that. So, I think Dodgers win this. Next, Braves also 2-2 going back home. All the series were pretty good except the last team. That that team that's all right there at the end. But we'll save that for a second. Braves 2-2 going home. Got Fulte on the mound, Fultonowitz or however you say it. But a.k.a. dog. He's a dog, but he's opposing a dog. Flaherty pitching for the Cardinals. Going to be a good matchup. So give me the Braves catching the dub, moving on to oppose the Dodgers, hopefully. I like the Braves at home with Fulte on the mound. Got to stick with the home team there. And then I got to give a quick shout-out, last but not least, the Yankees, of course, went through, swept. Everybody else going five games. Yankees went in there and got it done in three. Get that powerful, rest. That powerful lineup. They scored five-plus runs in every single game, the only team to do that so far as well. Yankees look nice. Yankees moving on. Hopefully against Astros. If they do, we'll go catch a game 100%. So hope for the Yankees. Astros matchup. Astros, please, for the life of me, win this next game, please. I'm going to be really pissed off. Might have to take a week off, guys, if the Astros lose. Y'all know who, how I am about the Astros. Hopefully we win for the sake of the show. The show must go on. But we'll end it there, guys. Go check out the video on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, like 30 others. Go check that shit out. Like and subscribe. You know what to do. Send us in videos, send us in requests, send us in fantasy advice. Whatever y'all want to hear, send it to us. Check out all the pages, Instagram, Facebook, the whole nine yards, and we'll see y'all next week. sunshine.